This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and we are here once again for another show with my lovely wife, listener Bev, from California. Hi, it's me, everybody back again back again yes it's so nice to have her back with us uh we're doing a special show today because uh we have our cr summit coming up this week and so we're looking forward to that so we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about summit and that kind of thing but before we do i want to remind you about just a couple of simple things first of all follow us on social media if it's social we try to be on it so follow us there get social what that means is interact with us don't just be on facebook be on facebook with us don't just be on twitter be on twitter with us find us uh, say hi and get involved with the conversation that's always a fun time a little bit of a hootenanny even uh, you can also sp- help the show out by writing a review or giving a review and, and writing, giving a rating or writing a review on whatever podcatcher you're listening to, especially Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it nowadays. So please go out and do that for us. That would really help us out. Spread the word. Tell people to listen and uh, tell them why you like hearing it. You know, if you post that on on Facebook, don't just post you know listen to it, but say why it impacted you or, or how it impacted you. That would be great. And if you could just shoot me an email at uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com and let me know how the show impacts you. That way I can keep on doing the things that are impacting you. And uh, if you've got any ideas for the show, I'm always looking to make the show better because without listeners, it's just a guy talking to a microphone, lonely in a room. So uh, please interact with us. If you really want to help the show out financially, you can become a patron by going to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can help the show financially. You can always do more than a dollar, but we really, really appreciate uh, that, um, our, our you know, sponsors. If everyone who listened to the show gave just a little bit, we could really make a difference in the prisons and with sending people to do things and supporting some missionaries into the prisons. So we really appreciate all that you do. All those donations, by the way, that come on Patreon are tax deductible. So something to think about. All right. Uh, Dan Paxton, I did that fast just for you. (laughs) So uh, here we uh, find ourselves the week before Summit. And uh, CR Summit is something that happens every year in the CR family. And we get together and share our experiences and listen to speakers and just get to come together as a forever family. And it's really a neat event. They do it on the East Coast and they do it on the West Coast. And this is the 30th year that they've been doing Summit. But with COVID, it's been a little bit different. So last year, it was completely online. This year, they're doing just one in Dallas, Texas. And uh, we had the opportunity to go, but we knew we couldn't take our entire team. So we decided it was better to participate on the online summit, have the entire team be together and bond with our team, rather than uh, just going off for uh, a little trip to Texas. So I wanted to just talk about Summit. Bev, how many times have you been to Summit? I was dreading you asking me that question because I couldn't be exactly remembering. Um, I think maybe six or seven, maybe six or seven summits. 
Cool. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't remember how many um, I have been to, but I know it's been some. And um, I have just really, really, really enjoyed my time. And we had the privilege of going to the East Coast Summit one year because for many years they held it at a church that was just down the road about five, ten miles from um, my father-in-law, Bev's dad's house and her, his, her sister's house in Tennessee. So we were able to go spend time with the family and help out as volunteers at East Coast Summit, which was really a neat, neat experience. Yeah, it really was. Uh, what are some highlights for you, Bev, with Summit? What does that mean to you when you see Summit coming? Uh, because I believe since your first Summit, you haven't missed one. I, I don't think that I have. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't know what to expect the very first time that I went, but I love your description. You always say it's like, you know, drinking from the fire hose. Because and I got to admit, so, I stole that from, yeah. from Mac uh, yeah. Owen. But it, there's so much information. But I believe that as ministry leaders, which we are, and by the way, if you don't know what CR is and you haven't heard a podcast before, it's Celebrate Recovery, of uh, which Paul and I are the ministry leads, uh, leaders. Here at our like, local church. Yes. We don't lead it nationally no, or anything like no, that. No, we are we just sure don't. the local ministry leaders <laughs> at our local mm -hmm. church. But... Um, it, it's a time when we get together and just see how far-reaching it is. I mean, it goes all the way around the world. I don't remember the statistics on that, but I know it's in many thousands of churches. Many well, the thing that sticks out in my mind, the statistic I just recently heard uh, when Andrew did our CR Sunday for us, um, I believe it was Giselle said that there are over 30,000 churches in the United States alone doing Celebrate Recovery. And for some reason, the number 35 countries stands out in so my head, too. but I know it's international as well. But I, you know, I think of people getting together for a sports event or getting together for a, uh, a corporation, you know, that they have a, uh, some kind of a, a convention of some kind and people get really excited about that. Um, but something like Celebrate Recovery, that same excitement is there, but also it's an opportunity to be refreshed, to learn new things, to relearn things that you've forgotten. And let's face it, I don't know, Paul, if you agree or not, but leading any kind of ministry can be hard. Yes. It can be, I, I'm not... Griping. I'm not. Uh, I'm not disappointed that we have that. It's a blessing, a huge blessing. But you do carry burdens that some people don't have to carry or choose not to carry. Um, sometimes it can be hard. So yeah. I think that you know one of the things that I think about with Summit is the fact that we're doing this recovery thing, and one of the biggest deals to me in recovery is uh, when I got into recovery, it stopped my feeling of aloneness. That yes. idea of I'm the only one was crushed. And sometimes doing ministry in a small town, it's difficult. You know, our Celebrate Recovery, if we get 30 people on a, a Friday night, oh, wow. we're celebrating. We are yes. like, wow, this is incredible. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna find places for them? 
if Saddleback Ministry had 30 people on a Friday night, they would be pulling their hair out and saying, what has happened? You know, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It's, it's a big deal for us to get 30. Yes, yes. So to go and be at Saddleback Church for Celebrate Recovery Summit with 3,500 other people in recovery singing worship songs, uh, openly saying, you know, hey, I'm a Christian believer and I've got this struggle. It destroys that myth that the the enemy wants to give me that I'm the only one mm-hmm. who's struggling with this this problem. And it it I, I think of my friend Stephen who he's been on the podcast uh, many times ago and he had me on his podcast, but he has a podcast called Unashamed Unafraid and or Unafraid Unashamed and that's what it is when you go to summit it's like i don't have to hide in the shadows and one of my favorite things about going to summit is the ability to bring someone for the first time yes. and watch them yes. drink from the fire hose watch their eyes because it doesn't translate on the the video summit you know when you walk in you go the, the campus is massive at saddleback and you're walking and all of the state reps from all the different places around the country are there lining the sidewalks and walkways and stairs and everything as you go from the parking lot across the campus up to the top of the hill and the the sanctuary at Saddleback and they're giving high fives and just celebrating and hooting and hollering and it's just it's family it's a big family reunion yes that's what that was going to be my point about that that you're not alone that's what I was going to say. And so people really understand what you're walking through because they've walked through it. But my my biggest thrill of all is listening to people's testimonies, their personal trust testimony of their walk with Jesus. And um, you've said it before, and I'm probably going to steal your thunder. No, Paul, take my thunder. It's the only place that I know of that people get up and share their their deepest, darkest um you know mistakes in life and where they've gotten off you know the road and that when they're all done after sharing they will people will stand up and clap for them and cheer for them and you'll see them patting patting them on the back later saying man your testimony really really touched my heart and um, I know if you can do it I can do it yeah I love that thinking yeah I had an experience uh, a couple of summits ago I believe it was your first summit that I took you to that a, a gentleman got up and spoke and he's now a pastor of a church in Los Angeles but I saw him at summit uh, a year or two ago so it was several years after he gave his testimony and I just was walking by and he has a very recognizable uh, look and so I, I said hey I don't remember your name but I remember your testimony and it really moved wow. me and I loved it and just the look on his face like Someone was listening and they remember that was years ago and just that that validation that we get from sharing and from having people appreciate that our struggles could help them out. And uh, I, I have yet to hear a bad testimony. Um, and I think of some of the ones that I've heard that were just so moving. And, and if you're interested, you can find, I believe every summit testimony that's been shared is you know, available online or through purchase uh, through the testimonies to go. But the one that I think really stands out in my head the most out of all the summits that I've been to 
was when I heard Tommy, CR guy, share his testimony. And uh, I'm not going to give away any spoilers or anything on it, but it was not the testimony that I expected to hear. And when he came up, I was like, oh, I did not know that this was a thing. Because skit guys are always at Summit, every summit I've been to. And I started going to Summit, uh, I think my first summit was 2005. And so, uh, you know, they're always there. And they're always silly and funny and goofy and all that stuff. And and to hear him take off the mask of humor and just be stone cold serious really just was an amazing thing to me. Um, I I was sitting here thinking as we're talking about looking forward to to Summit and, and the excitement of it. And I realized one of the things I forgot to do was share our big word of the week, which kind of fits. It it makes sense that I forgot it. The word of the week this week is antedate. And if if you are, it's not antidote, but antedate. And that means something that happened in the past tense. Uh, So I should have, this word of the week should be antedated from where it is now. It should have happened sooner, but it, it did not. But if you can use that word in your sentences this week, give yourselves 10 points. Now You just did, so give yourself 10 points. Look at me go. Here's the thing that's really uh, kind of fun. I was uh, talking to a guy last week, and I was able to use the word of the week in a sentence. And we talked on Monday night, and I knew the word of the week was coming out on Tuesday, and he didn't know it. And I was able to throw that out there. I said, you'll give me 10 points for this tomorrow. <laughs> and it was it was kind of fun. So so I love when I, when I do that. I love when people are able to, to use the word of the week and give it to me. So anyhow, antedate. So going back to, to Summit, um, the first time you went, I, I know it's, 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 it's difficult to know what to expect or, or what you're thinking because you just, it's hard to know. Now you had seen me go to Summit before, so you had a little bit of an idea of things that I had shared, but still it's different having someone tell you about the Grand Canyon and then walking up and looking at the Grand Canyon. Uh, was your experience that that drinking from the fire hose that first time? Well, um, to be perfectly frank, I I was still sort of new to recovery anyway, and I I don't know I didn't have any expectations because I didn't know what what I was looking forward to. But after being there for even 10 minutes, I began to understand what you had said the year before about the electricity in the air and, and how it truly was a big family. And, and what I notice is around me, I can be sort of shy and it's a little hard for me to work my way into a crowd, especially if I don't know anybody. But I noticed the comfort and the ease that you could talk to people around you because you had something in common with them no matter where they were from. Hardly even if they spoke your language even, you could just, there was a camaraderie there where you were kind of of the same mind. And so it was very comfortable um, to strike up a conversation with somebody sitting next to you in that big arena. Well, and, and that's the thing, it is difficult to sit at Summit quietly. Yes. Because someone yes. will sit down and have a conversation with you. And one of the things that really struck me is Celebrate Recovery was started 35 years ago by John Baker, who has now passed on in this last year um, from liver cancer. But I remember the first several summits I went to, just seeing him walk around and just being able to talk to this guy who started this movement that's now across yes. the world. And 
and just be able to, there's no celebrity, there's no, no any of that. It's just, let's have a conversation. And he, you know, asked me, hey, how, what's going on in your Celebrate Recovery group? And uh, when we were volunteering in Tennessee, had a guy that I didn't know, just came up and talked to me and he asked me, hey, tell me about your group. And I told him about things that we were doing and prisons and those kind of things. And I did not know that he was the um, West Coast representative for the national team. And he was like, oh, you're doing these things. Okay, we need to get you more involved with some stuff. And, and just those kind of things there, it's just amazing God-appointed moments uh, yes. that happen when you're in a crowd with yes. people that is just so fun. And I think too that um, I, I maybe I'm the only person that feels this way, I don't know. I love to be in the presence of people who love God. Mm -hmm. I do. I've always been more comfortable there because that was the way I was raised. You know, I was always in church, and I, my friends were mostly Christians. And yes, I had friends outside that I went to school with and things like that. But I wasn't really so much in the world, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was kind of sheltered that way. But what I do experience uh, when I go to Celebrate Recovery Summit is the fact that it is just fun. It is yeah. so fun. Everybody's smiling. It really doesn't matter what you're walking through. You will be encouraged to the point that it will bring a smile to your face. And you, I get the feeling that I can still keep going on. Right. It, it's uh, it so is encouraging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and lift, uplifting. Well, and we find that, you know, one of the phrases we use with Celebrate Recovery is those people. And, and you're in a room full of those people yes. that people don't want to deal with. And that kind of brings me to our song of the week, which is a song by a guy named Stephen Stanley. And this song is called No Hopeless Soul. And that's what I think we have, you know, with Celebrate Recovery especially. But also with our walk is there are, there are no hopeless souls. So I want you to listen to about 90 seconds of this. We'll talk about what we think, the things that stood out to us, or just our general thoughts about the song. Talk a little bit more about uh, our expectations of things and uh, wrap it up before we uh, put a bullet in the uh, in the in the show and, and call it done. Uh, so anyhow, this is Stephen Stanley. That was horrible, by the way. Yes, I, it was. I admit that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could annotate that saying uh, that 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 uh, you know little spiel there. But can you rewind this? I, yeah. There you go. Here's Stephen Stanley with no hopeless soul.
there you go. Uh, that was a great, great uh, song, and uh, don't forget to check out the rest of it elsewhere. But Bev, what stands out with you on this song? As I was listening to the lyrics during the break, I couldn't help but think it was kind of ironic that he chose these words. This is let your eyes see the light, let your hands be sanitized, mm-hmm. let your soul be unified by a perfect love. And I, I, I kind of giggled to myself when I saw the hands be sanitized, because especially after COVID. But the thing that jumped out at me was he's using the words, let your eyes see the light, let your hands be sanitized, let your soul be unified. And what that smacks of to me is that we have the choice. Mm. The choice is in our hand mm-hmm. to make the choice. God, God offers us to everyone on the planet, every person, no excuse. He reveals himself to anybody that's out there. And we all have that opportunity. And the Bible even says that the nature even just presents God. And, um, and yet many people don't choose to, to let that be available to them. Um, and why would you not choose a it's perfect so love? so sad. That's just what I was thinking. And, and, and yet at the same time, I know in my life that I'll get distracted. I'll get off the beaten path of following the Lord and let my eyes see the wrong thing. And before I know it, I've, I've walked toward the darkness or I've allowed Satan to get his, you know, pinky toe in that little crack or whatever. But I just love to be reminded that our soul can be unified by a perfect love and that God just waits on us. Right. Waits on us and runs after us at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and, and the line that, that comes out to me is that you still belong to the God who stays with you. And I know when something belongs to me, it's mine. Mm-hmm. Someone's not going to take it. Like I double dog dare you to take my donut. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not going to happen. You're going to come back with a, a bloody stump uh, on the end of your arm because I'm keeping my donut and God's keeping his Paul. God's keeping his Bev. God's mm-hmm. keeping his you mm-hmm. because you belong to him. Yeah. And you're not hopeless. The, the mistakes, we just, I don't have a, a way to comprehend how he will make it so it can work but it's it's like the thing that i hate about i am not a fan of superhero movies I, i'm just in general i could care less about the next marvel the next dc the next anything whatever keep it i don't care because what they do is they write something completely absurd everything happens the whole world crashes down and then in the sequel there's like an alternate parallel universe or some just nonsensical thing that they just make up and write so they can just pick up the story as if nothing happened and that's what god does it's like when the soap opera you know actor leaves and then you see hey the role of jimmy is going to be played by this guy and they just substitute him as if there was nothing and that's what god does he just writes these crazy things that make no sense and can't really happen in the real world but he gets it and so he can do that and he makes a superhero out of me and out of you and, and out of you i'm looking at my microphone now uh, so, yeah, No Hopeless Souls is, is really, uh, you know, I think a battle cry for people in recovery. Right. If you had asked me to point out a second part, it says, you know, but Before God, you do, let me ask you, could, could you point out a second part? Sure, Paul. I'm glad that you asked. Perf. Um, but God don't make no mistakes. Nothing he can't erase. Nothing he can't undo. Never gives up on you. 
I hear that so often and I feel that so often that I've gone too far. Yes. That I've, you know, surely God is shocked by my behavior or disappointed in my behavior and will just say, no, Bev, there's no way. Because that's what I do sometimes. That's what people do. Yeah. Give up. You know, you just get tired of it. Um, You hear it all the time. And there's just nothing that God won't do for us. He, nothing is surprising to him. He, you know, I can't find ways out of my mistakes to undo them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can look back in the past and see him again and again and again. This as many times I go back and look at him. But God is the one that has that big giant eraser. Yeah. And he just completely erases that past and that yeah. mistake. And then more than that doesn't even hold it against us anymore and let Jesus take that right that you know cross for yeah. us and, and let, let me mess you up just a little bit here and and also get some bonus points God's love antedates my mistakes Ooh. he Ooh. loved me and forgave me before I even thought about making that's those things very and, true. That is very uh, and true. that's an awesome thing so so there you go uh, uh, Stephen Stanley um, no Hopeless Soul, go check that one out uh, if you'd like. So um, Bev, we're excited about CR Summit coming up. This year is gonna be different for us again because we're doing the video thing. And last year we did the video thing uh, live. This year we're doing the video thing, but we've got some <laughs> hiccups and whatnot with scheduling. So it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're gonna be doing it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're gonna record the video from Wednesday and Thursday and watch that on Friday and Saturday. And then the Friday while we're watching Wednesdays, we're gonna be recording to watch on Sunday. It's you, gonna be- You don't wanna lose our listeners. It's, it's gonna, gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, so that's something that I think is gonna be hectic. But you know, when we look forward to things, Sometimes it doesn't work out the way we plan, and, and, and I know that and that's part of the joy in life. But what is something that you're looking forward to this year for this summit? Um, is there anything in particular that you're hoping to come away with? Um, one of the things I'm looking forward to is that we're taking a new person. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about that, the, you know, the excitement that comes from watching someone who is seeing this information for the first time and they get a global view they don't just get a little tiny you know city view of what CR is but they see what is possible um, in CR which is awesome the other thing is and this is so silly but last year I heard a very small uh, talk on uh, like uh, uh, food addiction and body image and how we see ourselves and the lady that spoke had such a different slant on that and this year I know she's going to talk again and I want to hear more of what she's got to say mm-hmm. I wish I could give you her name but I can't remember her name right now but it was just really cool so I'm looking forward to that topic Okay, you know. and so. uh, I'm looking forward to this is the first year at Summit I believe where we've taken people who were not already in leadership uh, for us. And we've got people, because it's video, we don't have, you know, it's it's easier to pay for a video ticket than to take a person out of town, pay for hotel and meals and stuff like that. We're able to bring, so we're gonna have our biggest group ever, I think, going to summit uh, on this one. And I'm excited about that, having people who are just people in our Friday night group that are coming to summit with us to see 
and get excited. And I just, I mean, my favorite thing is watching people put their lips on that fire hose and having it spin their head around <laughs> because there's just so much coming out. And, and I'm looking forward to putting my lips on that fire hose again. Uh, I, I like the rejuvenation that I get from Summit and the, the shot in the arm that it gives me because, you know, it can be different, difficult doing ministry. Uh, I was talking to my friend Faith, who's been on the show, and we were talking about ministry, and she said, you know, uh, Paul, the, the worst thing about ministry is working with people, but the best thing about ministry is working, working with, with people. people. And, and that's so true. And after a year, it's, you know, I get ready to have my batteries recharged and rejuvenated. And I'm just really, really super looking forward to bonding with my team again and getting to know some new faces and hopefully have some new people that might after seeing this CR summit maybe be interested in stepping up to the plate and joining leadership and um, I have one guy who's coming who is uh, about well you heard Kevin who was on last week I believe uh, he's, he's two weeks away from finishing his first step study and ready to step in and join our leadership team and it's just so thrilling and to, to be able to take him have him see summit I'm just uh, I'm really excited about it. it's gonna be it's gonna be super exciting and fun and I know there's other things in life that are like that but this is the one that's in front of me right now is you know summit and and I love I love being with people yes you know you do. I just love being with people and I wish I could be there in the multitudes at a big church setting but it's just not going to happen this year but perhaps next year uh but if you are interested in cr summit it is not too late you can go to uh celebrate recovery.com and follow the links for cr summit you can sign up and i want to say it's uh 60 70 it's less than a hundred dollars to to get the video subscription and and watch it and it's three days packed with information it's it's a lot of information it really is when we say drinking from the fire hose it feels that way there's so much information that you get out of or that i gotten out of summit every year and it's one of those things where we keep coming back and, and it keeps on giving more and more stuff so it's, it's a little bit of a hanukkah uh fountain of information what i like is that although there are some specifics that are pointed just to celebrate recovery and you know how to lead and how to start one and uh, how to learn new things or reminders. There's also just a lot of good things out there that are um, just globally recovery based. You know, it's like this is how to better yourself. Right. This is how to um, make your walk with the Lord closer. You know, right. um, this is how to be a better employee. This is how to get along with people in your neighborhood and just things that are really important to good living, I think. I don't yeah. think it has to be all, you know, celebrate recovery, although that is the purpose. Sure. You know, and, and I realized I told people, you know, it's not too late to sign up for Summit. And I, as I was, as you were talking, I realized that some people binge uh, listen to this show and might be listening to it. So just to be clear, Summit starts on july 21st which is wednesday uh and this show comes out july 20th right, which is tuesday right. so as you're listening to this maybe tomorrow maybe today so again uh, on and and if if you caught the news too late there'll be summit again next year 
um, and uh, be prepared for that. And also maybe, you know, stay up to date on your, you know, uh, your Mess It Up uh, podcast uh, so that you can get this hot information. Uh, So, Bev, uh, you were making some notes about some things and I asked you during the song uh, when we were doing that. And I just want to let you close with with your thoughts on uh, what you were saying there. Well, before I get to that point, I do want to say that if you're listening and you're not really familiar with Celebrate Recovery, but you're looking for anything to better your life, I like what you say, Paul, that you're either in recovery or you're in denial. Another because, thing I stole. Yeah, because we we all do struggle with some hurt, hang-up, or habit, or maybe all three and, right. and then some. Um, so I think it's pertinent to everybody. But you might want to just go to the website, you know, celebraterecovery.com, see if there's one in your area. You, you can, can check look. they have a, a group locator. They yes. sure do. And um, just be brave. Just step out there. Don't be afraid. Um, you don't have to say anything at your first, you know, visit. You can just sit and absorb. Yeah. You, know? you, you don't have to say anything ever. No, you really visit. don't. You, it's not required. And, and uh, there's over 30,000 churches in America, so there should be one near you doing CR. And the only thing it costs you is your time. It's, that's it's right. free. That's right. And I, I have never been to a Celebrate Recovery where I didn't feel the camaraderie of family. You know, yeah. we use that phrase, forever family, and I believe that it's true. But my thought was, you know, really, because I'm so sold out to testimonies, and I know the change that happened in my life when I shared mine, and we talked about that on other podcasts I just want to say that really if you want to do something to help change the world for good share your testimony yeah. share your testimony tell people what God has done in your life um, give him the glory back for what he's done for you and, and that would just be the best advice that I could possibly imagine giving to anybody yeah so. and, and if you're in line with that or if you're not and you want to learn more about that be looking uh in the future that's uh, the book that i'm currently writing talks about that topic exactly right there that'll be uh, book number two uh and if you're asking what is book number one you can check it out on apple uh, books or on your kindle or from amazon uh, it's called still in beta uh, by paul pippen uh, that's my uh, story of uh, my life, my recovery, and my ministry. So uh, you can check that out if you want to. Um, and um, I guess there's there's not a whole lot else to say. I'm really looking forward to spending some time with uh, my wife and my family at Summit. Uh, so be looking on the um, Instagram page for uh, Celebrate Recovery. If you look up uh, CR, RCA Church, um, Celebrate Recovery Instagram, I'll be posting pictures there. And I'll try to put some on for the messed up uh, or Mess It Up podcast um, page as well so you can see what's going on with uh, Summit. But anyhow, uh, we've gone on long enough, so we're going to leave it at that. Uh, Next week will be another show with uh, hopefully uh, another interesting topic and guest. And the only thing left to do is say one thing. What is that, Bev? Uh, We'll see you you next time when we mess it up. (laughs) We'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info 
at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs>